Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, wherever you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe and hit that ding a ling a link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Show your support by giving us a five-star rating or heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. My name is Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies in the form of Callum and Scotty. MD is running late because he's cleaning his bathroom. Have you heard so much pish in your life? That's what happens when you have a big dirty burrito for your lunch. Burrito! Boys are in with a hazmat gear and all the rest of it on as well. Biohazard. Aye. We all thought that it was a Chernobyl-style style event at Greensmouth, but no, he's just been away for a time kite and he's bathroom from now he's going to pick up the debris. The debris? The debris. Uh, episode, episode 258, I calculated um, prior to recording, which I thought was a wee bit mental. Um, Two hundred fifty-eight. Two hundred fifty-eight. Ah. Uh-huh. So we we missed two fifty. We missed celebrating two fifty. Know that we celebrate it. We just fucking go. Same thing we do every week. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Try to take over the world. Yes, and fail. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> take over the beer world and fail every single week. Uh, once again, thank you for listening, um, and thank you to our Patreon members. Couple of new ones added. Can't remember your names because I should have um, prepped myself properly, and I've completely forgot. I'll figure it out. I'll remember in a minute. Um, we'll start off as we normally do. Go around the virtual table, find out what we're drinking to start off this fine evening. Um, like I said before, girl, you look like in your in the North Pole today, all wrapped up, nice and warm. Absolutely you frozen, man. You got a wee hot chocolate tonight. Uh, yes. No, I've got the. Um, warming glow of a Williams Brothers double joker because people get me stuff for the supermarket for my birthday which is not unwelcome by any way shape or form so start double and I might go for something heavier later I quite Mm. like it I like it it's a bit sickly so by the time you end one can I think that's about it but I just felt like it cannot be chosen it felt like it had a bit of an unpleasant aftertaste to it, but uh, it might have just been the can that I had. It's quite bitter. I'll get that. I don't mind that, because... Obviously hide the can in it. No, wait a minute. No. Can't, granted, I can't that's actually remember best, the last time I had one. best before end. Hmm. In fairness. Six. You find it? June 2024, so it can't be that old. Yeah, fair enough. Fair play, Cal. But you got you've got. And I know. In fact, I'll go because you've got something way better than ours. Um, I have got Super Marshy beer in form of salts, a uh, Huckaback New England IPA, five point five percent, hazy, juicy. Does all those bingo words that you want the supermarket beer to? Nothing too special. Very drinkable. Does the job. Can he complain? On to the good stuff, Cal. Hi, so I'm uh, well. Scott's searching for that winter warmer to combat the the cold temperature. I'm uh, I'm trying to force good weather by 
drinking a nice summery beer. Um, and this is, uh, it's called, uh, ominously, it's called Terrorizer. And it's a Holy Goat and Fierce collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a barley-aged blended golden sour with Scottish black currants. Nice. Um, and quite an interesting... Uh, Quite an interesting take on a collaboration. So it's a it's a blend. It's a 50-50 split between um, Holy Goat's Golden Sour, um, which has been aged in tank for six months. Yeah. And then it's uh, added into that is um, Fiercey's Barrel-Aged Sour, mm. which has been in barrel-aged for two years. And what was interesting to read on the bottle is that, that Holy Goat acquired the Fierce by Nature barrel stock, which kind of helped them kickstart their own barrel aging journey. Um, and I'm a, I'm a bit disappointed that I opened it, to be honest, because this is apparently the, the last of the Fierce stock that's been used in this beer. Um, so they blended it they blended it 50% um, with each, and then they, they fermented it again on um, freshly harvested blackcurrants, um, and then dry hopped it with Bramling Cross. Mm. So and it's it's really really delicious. It's 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 quite tart, but not um, offensively so. Um, but it's it's got bags of that blackcurrant flavour. It's just it, like I was I was saying to Gav before. It's like um, a posh black. It's like a posh Ribena. Um, it's got that you can tell with the barrel aging. It's got that kind of winey tannic sort of grown up quality to it. Um, and it's it's got a lovely body. And there's no. Try to piss fart about it too much. In fact, I'm, I'm getting a, a few bits of um, black currant skin in there as well. So it's obviously not been filtered to the nth degree. Um, but yeah, um, uh, but it's uh, the, the tagline at the bottom says, "Drink young or age, this will get weirder." So nice. as I say, I'm, I'm a tad on the disappointed side that I, that I cracked this one open just now. I should have maybe held on to it, but <laughs> but it's uh, it's definitely living up to the the wackaging. It's delicious. And I, I I didn't know that um, the fierce by nature bit had been taken over. I was unaware of this. It's awfully hard to keep going if those no there, you know. So. Nah, true. That was but hard to be fair. So I mean, glad that it's <clears throat> been taken over by people who are going to look after it, who right, have exactly. looked after it quite as well, and probably are using the barrels and taking ideas and inspiration from it so it means it'll live on rather than it just being forgotten about and that's because it wasn't on their immediate war path if you like it fierce Aye. yeah definitely the best thing to do to give it to holy goat and let them kind of run with it mm-hmm. i don't i think there's very 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 few maybe one or two breweries that you could trust to, to kind of handle that Aye. holy goat and the guy who, the, city the, the guy Maybe in Wales that hates publicity. Aye. Aye. Oh, and, uh, I think I think it's cool that they've that they've sort of gave Fierce that nod. It would have been all too easy for them to sort of amalgamate all that stock into their own their own uh, workings and, and just release beers. Yeah. Um, you know, not feel the need to to say where some of the beers come from, you know, is just say that it's a badly sour and, and get you know, have done with it. But it's you know, to shout about the fact that yeah. Fierce of what I've put two years into this already. Um, you know, this beer's this beer's been loved and cared for for a couple of years, um, looked after in the barrel, and we're going to take it and run with it type thing. It's quite good. Because yeah, the my... nature stuff was excellent, wasn't it? Aye. Yeah. Very good, wasn't it? Really good. It must be like um, interesting as well for a brewery when you take it over and like 
like you take these barrels off them and it's already through a beer. It's been, like you said, been sitting there for two years, like just to take and just to, just to go with it because we've spoken to people before that have aged stuff and it goes wrong and and they need to bin it. But it's it's a big risk. But no, fair play to them, like fair play, couldn't it? Like I said, I don't think I can think of. I can only think think of a couple who would be worthy of looking after that. And um, Holy Goat was on that list, definitely. Um, this weekend, the gentlemen, my friends, will be heading off. Um, colleagues, co-workers, whatever you want to call it. Um, you boys are heading off to the big swally. Um, brought to you by the Caledonian Craft Beer Merchant. At the weekend, we got a message off Colin. I think it was Saturday or Sunday night. Um, just saying he'd listened to <laughs> the episode with Alpha Delta, um, where we'd mentioned the big swally and we'd, we'd said we were having a laugh about it. And I can't remember exactly what we said, Cam. You can probably remember more than me. Oh, um, it's just, it's just along the lines of you know, the, the, the big swally was happening and probably to cover up our own redneck, uh, not being across the fact that it was happening and getting in there in a timely manner and doing our job properly and getting tickets for it. Um, we kind of went on the offensive a wee bit and moaned that he hadn't been invited. Um, so they managed to totally do all that push and uh, find it funny. And yeah. Collins, Collins very kindly giving us a couple of tickets for, for Friday night. So Scott and I are more than willing to, to lap those up and go over and sample some of the wares on offer. Yeah, he wrote in the, the message, um, quote, and we said, do, we, we were going to turn up basically and go, do you know who we are? And walk in. 100%. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going to do. Hi, exactly. I am like I list. said, I've heard it on. It's, I've heard it on good authority that the only reason they're having it again is so they could write that monumental wrong from last year. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Not to yep. do with the fact that all the great breweries who were there last time really enjoyed themselves and want to come back. Yeah, fuck all to do with that. It's hundred percent. Nothing to do with that. Anyway, let's write. Let's write a wrong here and ensure that. Um, it's not that they either. People from the Beer Fridge podcast are, are allowed. I mean, I've been been continually adding to that, adding fuel to that fire all week. I think my Indeed. latest. Are you what? In, oh, oh, I seen it on the the old Twitter. Was that the day? Yeah, asking questions about querying things like where is the VIP entrance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Colin was obviously messaging about well, you can obviously nick by the shop and pick up your wristband or whatever. For those that are local, um, can nip over and grab the wristbands for the shop, or they can get it on the door, kind of thing. But you need to have your ticket with you, which is important. Obviously, you need to take your ticket with you to get your wristband to get in. Uh, chimed in where? Where is the VIP entrance? <laughs> um, for us, obviously, because we are both ticketless and bandless. Well, um, but we'll hopefully rectify both of those. Um, Either that or he's done us a real good turn and we're just travelling all the way to Fife for no reason. We'll get turned away at the door, which would almost be, <laughs> be worth it. it. It would be absolutely worth it just for that. That would be funny. would be funny. Well, to be fair, he's been getting business off uh, off Patreon men, member and friend of the podcast, James, who's uh, we, we've been told has been going uh, weekly to the, to the shop. Yes. Yes, to the that Caledonian craft beer merchants to grab his gear. So I think we've probably... The tickets are probably paid for, yeah. especially James about a putty, so uh, or a putty. Oh, geez, so fucking I... eleven pound a can, run and jump, man. I know, unbelievable. 
That's it. I mean, that's a general price. Obviously, it could be be slightly different in slightly oh. different places. But by Christ, eleven pound a can's dear. Did you see? Especially when you compare it to seven forty five for the big one. I know you, your graphic gav nice. was up there, but it just was stark. I was like, holy fuck. And, like and... there's no that there isn't that difference. It's a bit like uh, <clears throat> this is a comedian John Robbins thing, but it's a bit like headphones, like the hundred and like the hundred pound headphones. The difference between fifty and a hundred quid is massive, right? So if you buy yeah. like or like twenty quid headphones and seventy quid headphones, the difference is massive in quality. Yeah, but then the same difference isn't the same if you go for like a hundred to two hundred and fifty. Like yeah. it's, they, they're no 250 quid better. Exactly. <laughs> they're just dearer well, by that and, stage. And to echo that, the, the hot off the presses, James, James um, confirmed that, that he felt Big, Big In was a better a better drink all round. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how, how the, the, the beer changes. As I said last week, notice sort of overhyped, the, the already hype-ridden train. Um, it'd be interesting to see how it changes over the coming weeks to see if it mellows that sort of harsh green quality, which I really like, to be perfectly yeah. honest. I, mean, I like the freshness. I mean, that was more of the point I was get, I was trying to get across with that on, on Instagram. I, I was like, 11 quid, 750. Uh, I was like, why, what's, why is there such a big price discrepancy? It's just purely marketing genius and marketing yeah. hype. Which I know uh, Sergeant Bilko was giving it big licks about it tasting kind of green. Aye. <clears throat> for, of Bilko and Brenny's podcast. Mm. Uh, I seen that. If I, Fame was gaining it, um, was gaining it big licks about it being pretty green tasting, which I understand. I mean, it is green, but it's the time of year where I think maybe the flavour of like that green fresh flavour is kind of what they go by. It's what mm. they, they issue out there. Like, even putty, normal putties, a bit green tasting at times, and it's, mm-hmm. obviously they're not wanting to wait on it. They need to free the tank space and. They find it getting it out there. People, especially with the triple IPA version, it is going to sit for a wee bit longer. Aye. So is it necessarily so such a bad to... thing? Exactly. I mean, I get I'm it being ready to drink. In like fridge for months. Aye. But it's a bit it, different. It's like, the only thing I would say is that they're not writing, they're not writing it next to the can to say, look, this is pretty green, leave it for a couple yeah. of days and let it mellow out and see what it tastes like. But, because mm-hmm. there's... Like the fact that they're canning it and sending it out there means they think it's ready yeah. to drink. But also, the, I don't think they're mugs in that they're thinking that it's going to stay in uh, people's fridge for a wee bit, considering it's 11 quid a can. You're not likely to make four in the one night, are you? Or, or three within the first few days, you Gav. Aye. I've still got one in the fridge. I nearly opened it the night. One that you had to chew through on a Tuesday, but <laughs> you really weren't up for it, which is a good laugh. Just I, it was such a bad it was a bad decision bad business decision opening it that late at night I was like oh and then we, we, after we came off I was like I don't know I, was, I drank it but I was like fucking Christ um, but to bring That's, this and that this... isn't an enjoyable drinking experience is it like no. anyone who you you open it like I've done that a couple of times with big stouts and stuff you think oh this is going to be great I'll open that and then you have a couple of movies at it and you think I'm going to have to obviously you're not going to throw it away that's the no. absolute bottom of the pile of decisions that mm. could be made in that instance you're a, hundred, a bit of worry attrition going to grit your grit your teeth and get through it but like it is it is a worry attrition so who's going to who blinks for <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does the beer evaporate or do i drink it <laughs> do i chew my way to the end of this can um I, it's, it becomes a task rather than a 
an enjoyable of enjoyment what it's meant yes. to be. Aye. Exactly. Um, to bring that... The cigar smokers must get that every now and again with oh, Yanks, or they'll like Christ. this one at 20 past 10 and you think I could be really doing in my bed. You're hardly likely to nick it out. It's, it's, <laughs> not, it's not a regal king size, is it? <laughs> um... To bring this conversation full circle, um, while we're talking about the, the big swally and on the topic of overtone, overtone will be there, um, with with a new beer called the big swally, incidentally, yep. which is going to be a DDH dipper, and um, which can yesterday, can yesterday, which looks about it'll be um, they're port that I don't know if they're taking cans, but they are taking the beer, and um, Mosaic mm-hmm. Brew One Idaho Gem. Uh, are in the beer Idaho yep. Gem not got a clue um, which sounds like an absolute winner fingers crossed bring, uh, I doubt they bring big in they're probably sold out but that would be interesting yeah having said you know it goes without saying that every single overtone beer will be sampled right. more than once um, but it's uh, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to that it was uh, James had been speaking to Colin and he sent he sent a picture uh, for social media of the, the beer um, yeah. the can next to it and He's already secured some uh, some stock getting put by for the weekend for him, so uh, he'll get it in can. But it'd be, good, it'd be great if we could get it on keg and see just how good it is. Fresh, a fresh dipper, you know, been in keg for five five days and uh, five mean, or six so, days. So you mean to say we're making the trip all the way out there, and the whole it's not a public holiday in Fife where everybody that <laughs> is there can come and see us, no? Apparently no. Is that not That's ridiculous. Know. So poorly organised. I thought there was going to be a table for <laughs> you signing autographs and stuff and taking pictures well, that, with Wayne's. Definitely. I mean, oh, how many... that, you know, we're going to have to deal with that anyway. But... Put it this way. We're not going to have to uh, put out too many requests for people to come and give me sound bites or the brewers that are there to give me sound bites about how much they're enjoying the big swally strikes back as a result of the fact that the beer fridge right. are there. Why is it you've come? Why did you decide to come back to the Big Swally? Well, mm-hmm. because you were here. The stand, the 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 caliber of of guests. Um, yeah, we only need to write this. that down and on an A four bit of paper so that they can all read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been elevated to a different level. Um, some of the breweries that are elevating their game at a different level that are attending are. Um, ones, lots of ones that we've spoken to before in form of Tempest, they're going to be there, so that'd be interesting to see what badass stuff they always bring. Some mental stuff, they some always leave like nonsense. Aye, what <laughs> uh, beer fierce... would you like for your selection? We've got an 11, 11, and a 12 and a half. <laughs> right, okay, thanks. Just <laughs> <laughs> summon light, then, yeah, aye, nice and sensible. Aye, no worries. Uh, Fierce there, Neon Raptor, uh, Vault City, Cromarty, Don Zoko, Pomona Island, Inner Bay. Cromarty. Uh, Inner Bay are good. Inner Bay are uh, five. And uh, Alpha Delta as well. Making nice. the trip up is also. So that'll be good for it. I, I don't know if that's the full list. Um, that's uh, what I could find on the socials. Um, but even at that, a fucking good list. That's a good list. What? How do you? How much do you bet that we make it? We make it to Cromarty and then he go far past that. Yeah, this is this is the dilemma that I've been facing. You know, do we do, do we do we tan all the breweries and then go to Cromarty, but, but risk being splunged by the time we get there, or do we go to Cromarty first and but Listen, risk, no risk no leaving? If pint, if Pinty cask cone at the Black Cat 
experiences and to go by. You find the good stuff and you stick. Stick with it, right? Sorry, guys. No. Better hope overtone on this side of Cromarty, otherwise we'll be <laughs> Oh, they're right next to each other. <laughs> just find a chair and just sit right in between them. My favourite, um, having been to is at least two or three beer festivals, my favourite by-the-door brewery, like the first one you get to yeah. come in, Pilot. Aye. They were, that was, was it a doubt? When we went to that one in Edinburgh, they were right at the door when you went in. Aye. They were also the same at the first um, the Wylam mm. uh, beer festival, and, and the first one I went to do in Newcastle was they were right at basically where you put your jacket in. They were right there. Oh. You picked up you picked up your tokens, put your jacket in, and then it was right to pilot. Like, me. Perfect. <laughs> I thought it was good, but then I, I was like, "Why is not in the main bit?" It's like, oh. "Why have they got the Why have they got the Scottish brewery?" Out? The courtroom bit, but that's because they were doing an absolutely roaring trade to everybody going in on it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's like a really good spot for that. Right next to the courtroom. Perfect. And it's pints. Well, they can do you pints. That pilote of the, it's paintable. Mm. The, um, the old Melba and that pilot stuff. Anyway, Is I'm very anybody... much looking forward to a, a good few at the. Aye. Is there anyone apart from obviously Cromley that you're looking forward to more? I know you kind of just you. I know we've mentioned Tempest. Anything with a new beer, Tempest, Cromley, Inner Bay. I'd quite like to see what they've got yeah, new because yeah, they're quite I've small. I got a man. He gave me a their taster box thing. Right. I went through it one podcast, so there is an episode with Inner Bay on it. If hmm. those are da- those who are delving through the archives can go back and find there was an Inner Bay uh, segment I did where I went through, I think I had two or three of their beers, went through and tasted them on one pod we were on, and it was, mm-hmm. their beer's really good. Well, you might get, um, Don Zoko <laughs> might have the, um, that seasonal, the winter one. The the cone-style beer, the, the Laggard, the Laggardale. Aye, winter. Yeah, or that one. Some, yeah. had, you guys had summer, didn't you? I had autumn. Summer mm. was banging. I didn't have autumn. Autumn was delicious. I had that. I got that um, in my birthday box. For or was year. it fall? Oh, fuck. No, it was autumn. Because <laughs> we're on the correct side of the pond. Lol. Aye, so no, I'll be interested. I, I'm, I, I must admit, when, when Colin messaged, I was like, you bastards. By the way, you're, you're angry and winding me up for being dressed like this. Isn't it? This is what we'll be dressed like on Friday. Yeah, to be proper Nanook. Yeah. I can only imagine what it'll be like in Fife. The polar bears and everything will be it. Probably it's not. Probably it's not. They do. Um, there's always some sad news in the world of craft beer. Um, sadly, at the moment, um, that sad news is um, we are not we are not drinking more beer. Um, but Boxcar um, did go into administration, which we. You could kind of see it coming-ish a wee bit with the situation what happened with their tap room when they basically got kicked out. Um, they apparently are getting allowed to keep the name, um, so they will. They are going to be doing some beers with with help from brewery friends. Um, but aye, it's just a wee bit of a situ- situation, especially with a brewery that's probably one of the best ones in the country and makes some of the best beers. 
I mean, you just take mild, for example. Mild is ridiculous where you go dark and then the double dark or whatever it's called, triple dark. Aye, they've got triple mild came out not too long ago as well. Aye. So that whole mild range looks is insane. They brought a new beer like two days ago um, before the announcement, the, their official announcement of their situation. Um, so I unfortunately, unfortunately, I'd be a bit shit for Boxcar. Like I said, one of the, the premier breweries in the country and they're falling to this pish as well because like I, I don't know if it's all because of everyone like the same situation with everybody else but they've been just kicked out their fucking premises can't i mean like rates and stuff like that being anywhere near london right. must be ridiculous must be just ridiculous prices whatever and it's not like they'll give you much room <laughs> No. Oh, somebody ready to move into your space in a matter of days, I'd imagine. Aye, some fucking hipster, funky town restaurant that will be there for a, a couple of months and fucking be shut down again anyway. It'll be a five guys, not there. Yeah. <laughs> five guys. Burgers and fries. Burgers and fries from five guys. Um, any beers of the week or beers of the fortnight or beers that you've had that you've really enjoyed that you want to give a shout out? Um, I will go first because I've had. I mentioned it last week. I think I mentioned it last week. I will go first because it's my fucking segment. Right, Aye, okay, I've decided. Carry on, carry on. Well, I'm, I'm basically I'm giving you I'm giving you a minute to flick through your pictures um, and decide. Um, and I, like I said, I think I mentioned it last week. I gifted um, very kindly some uh, Juno IPA from Forest Road Brewing, and that that wee beer is fucking stunning. Cracking wee beer, lovely wee Westy. It's it's. It says it's just an IPA, but it's, it is a Westie at heart. Lovely and clear. Um, this, the quality of this beer is just fucking ridiculous. 330ml can, 5.6%, no, 5.3, excuse me. Um, it's just, it's California, fucking West Coast, piney, hoppy, in your gob. Tastes brilliant, lovely and dry. Fuck me, what a good wee beer. I must admit, I wasn't expecting it to be that good, to be fair. Um I'm not really generally sure why, but I wasn't expecting it to be that good. But fucking love that wee beer, cracking wee. I'm and anytime I can get it, I'm fucking grabbing it because it's so so good. That's uh, Forest Roads uh, Juno IPA. So if you see it kicking about, you'll probably see it more so in London, unfortunately. Um, I'd be surprised if it goes north of the border, but I'll try and. Here's me going to say I'm going to try and get someone. I'll, I'll send it up. Fuck that. I'll get someone. I'll fucking drink it. Um, if I if I keep one, all the best. But you'll enjoy it. Any favourite <laughs> beers from you guys? <laughs> yes, they're all favourites. <laughs> or good Hugo. beers. Or, you, uh, must, you must have one up your cuff, surely. I have. Uh, I had one on Saturday, um, and I don't know if you remember. A couple, it was a couple of weeks ago. I picked up a couple of beers for home bargains. Um, Oh, mm-hmm. The Hillgate Brewery mm-hmm. um, from Nashville, isn't it? Scott? Yep. Oh. Um, and obviously, I, I inspected this can, this particular can, a little bit better. Um, and it specifically says on the label imported in the UK by such and such a company. Yeah. Um, so it's obviously been been brewed in cans specifically for export to the UK. Oh. Um, but I think it's it's obviously it's the three fifty five mil. 
can, so the, what is it, the six ounce can or the 12 ounce can, whatever the fucking mm-hmm. stupid Americans do. Um, but this one called Orange Wheat, mm-hmm. um, which I believe is a staple of uh, Tailgate. Um, it's one of their, their sort of, you know, their, their go-to beers. Um, and it's it was actually really, really good. Um, it was it had a lovely body, surprisingly light for a wheat beer. Um, but the orange was just proper singing all the way through. It wasn't kind of you can get that sometimes you can get that kind of harsh artificial orange when, when it's a cheap like supermarket beer. Um, this evidently wasn't the case. It was it was really creamy and thick, but still quite light. Um, and as I say, the orange was singing all the way through. It was absolutely delicious. And I think for for one seventy nine a can at home bargains, I think they've absolutely fucking smashed that out of the park. I was going to ask you how much it was one seventy nine. Fucking hell, steel. It was. Surprised you haven't went and bought more yet. Or attempted to. I'll, I'll be packing it up as um, whenever I'm going past. It was the one up in Livingston, so um, right. I'll, I'll be picking them up when I go past. Mm. Sounds very good, unless somebody listens to this podcast and they're buying them all before you. Indeed. Gilroy, any you want to shout out that you've had, that you've loved? <clears throat> um, just the one that I've had thus far that was excellent. It was one of the three cans that Mark got me from Stuart's uh, Project 7 stuff. So this was the cold IPA, so 5.9%. It's called Icy Trees of Green. I see trees of green, mm. red nice. roses too. Um, it's in collaboration with Crisp, um, who that's malts basically a oh, malt, yeah. a maltster, um, maltists, and uh, it was excellent. It was really a good bit of bitterness, really tasty, exceedingly drinkable. Nearly six percent, so it was packing a decent. Ish punch while still being able to, I could have had definitely more than one. Um, it's superb, an excellent beer. Project nice. Seven at its finest. The 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 definitely the the stronger side of Project Seven. I was going to say, you think they've got that potentially got that back got on the right track? Sleeve. Aye, definitely. I'm looking yeah. forward to trying the triple as well. The Project Seven I had uh, at Christmas time was uh, average at best. I remember you both kind of you both saying that like the, the Project Seven stuff had maybe just tailed away a wee bit, mm. um, and then maybe which I know considering all the situation and circumstances and stuff, kind of maybe focus a wee bit more on supermarket stuff. But no, it's good to hear that the Project Seven stuff's maybe getting back on the right track because it's good gear, good gear, it's good stuff. I've got nothing else written down for the night. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Not any, I did have one other thing, but it's pretty pointless as shit. But, it are just, just beer reviews, which we've done, obviously. I'm really looking forward to this thing on Friday, I must admit. I'm fucking... Honestly, I'm fucking bailing. <clears throat> I like that kind of... Hopefully it is, and Colin seems, well, he is very passionate about it and wants to make it into a, an every year thing. And the breweries that he managed to curtail and to um, gather together and to go into the first one were superb. And it shows that they obviously enjoyed themselves just as much as the, the punters that were there did. 
and the the fact that most of them are coming back and um, it's a stonking lineup for somewhere that isn't Edinburgh, which is is a difficult exactly. gig to try and drag um, breweries like that out of the two main cities, you know. So, hang on, it's like you don't feel like we we don't have in Scotland a ton of like a ton of beer festivals in terms of the beer festivals of that size. Like you'll have like right. ale you get your cameras, your C buzz, right. and, and then. We did have a We Are Beer Festival until they took it off us. Aye. And then, but, you've, then nothing else, really. No, which would be good to get some kind of homegrown stuff. So hopefully this one and, and um, well, I know this one in Dunfermline's obviously has, has picked up a decent following. It's obviously back this year for the second time. And hopefully, well, I'm, I'm pretty positive it'll go from strength to strength. So um, we'll make continue to get some maybe people for a wee bit further afield than, than they've already got, which is already stonking. So. Um, it, I mean, what's, kind of builds a bit of base for itself. Like, I know we're, we're obviously we're obviously scheduled to have um, Tom from We Are Beer on the podcast tonight. Unfortunately, I had to postpone and push back. Um, Message me this afternoon saying his apologies. So, and um, we will get that rebooked and get them back on. But um, I don't, I don't, I don't see or understand why there's no there isn't any more beer festivals like the that craft beer and food truck food truck festival lasted one year. Uh, obviously, the We Are Beer one went from Edinburgh over to Glasgow and then it's fucked off. Um, there's, there's obviously a reason. It's probably obviously it's going to be financial, but yeah, we need mere festivals in Scotland. Mere beer festivals. I don't. I don't understand. Uh, it's not like it's not like we don't like drinking. <laughs> I know. There's, there's clearly a market for it. I just don't understand. By, by the reluctance. I mean, with the greatest, with the greatest respect, that, that the craft beer and food truck festival, I really enjoyed. I thought it was brilliant, hmm. but it's, it's got to be a, it's got to be a bit of a gamble for breweries to, to just give beer away to. Well, not know that they give it away. Obviously, they're going to yeah. sell it. But there was there was only there was only a couple of breweries that actually had their own space. There, the rest of the the rest of the Beer was just on taps, and and you know that. But, that, Aye, but the, the festival bought all the beer. No, no, I, I, I appreciate that. But as a brewer, I, I, I would be more inclined to go to a festival where, or or put my beer into a festival where I was able to go and sell it, and yeah. you know Probably that way you can take that way you can take your merch with you. That way you can you right. can talk about your product and, and all that. You're relying on, let's face it, you know, kids to to pour the, the stuff and, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a gamble. Um, so I can I can appreciate maybe no getting the, the buy-in for something like that. Right. Um, so, like I said, there must, be, there's a re- there must be a reason, but at the same time... There, for us, there's a clear fucking wanting or a need. We're just going to need meet the demand, Gav. That's well, aye, well, fingers crossed, Will. Uh, fingers crossed, we'll, we'll just fucking dead on Beer Festival. Why not? Fuck it. Um, any venues or anybody who wants to just give us your space or your beer, <laughs> <laughs> send us a message. <laughs> but no, it'll be interesting, Will, like... Um, I mean, for you guys to pick Collins' brain at the weekend and go, oh, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. What did you do that worked? Because yeah. there's a, there is a formula that works, and um, there needs to be mayor. It's just no right, no fair, mm-hmm. no fair well, that I get to go with it. We're talking about the place that it is, but you think about some of the best ones down south. I mean, obviously there is a couple in London which are massive. But they're massive Aye. because it's London, not necessarily exactly. because of the people that are going. But if you mm. look at like Indie Man and things like that, like they or they the kind of Indie Beer Festival and stuff like that that go on, they're no, they're in the middle of nowhere. They're not in, exactly. And it's not a bustling metropolis folk are going to, but they get all the breweries and they get all the beer and they get all the punters. So mm-hmm. um, makes sense. So maybe places are like only the worst idea. Just get, we'll just have one. I mean, not that the not that the Kingdom of Fife is the the back of beyond. No, definitely is. But um, <laughs> well, it is when you look at the public. It is when you look at Scotland's atrocious public transport network exactly. and an attempt to get to it. You've got to go all around the hussies and backwards again to get almost, there. Walk through West Lothian if fucking the Kremlin quicker than it would get. Take right, then you can get there on public transport, but. The height of laziness means Scotland's National Railway will get us there. Indeed. Is it VIP travel now? Oh, first class. You're getting first class, though. I've heard they're suspending the knee drink on the train rules just for us. Uh, they heard we were going back. They heard that it was coming back just for us. So. Aye, fuck. <laughs> No, I hope he's. I, I genuinely do hope he's enjoy it. Neither, um, Some of the three hundred and fifty-five mil cans would be good for the old, especially because I think they look quite like Fanta. Indeed. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right, jealous. I'm not gonna lie, jealous. But no, looking forward Come on. to jump on the train. Aye, but you can be in Dunfermline quicker than us. Probably. There's a, there's a strong chance I could get a train quicker for London, eh? Up Direct. There. Direct. Aye, you can hide, I'll, I'll take a rucksack. You can hide in that. Aye, now, here's the question. Does the train, when it goes over the bridge, go straight over the bridge, or does it go up and down over the things? I've been on it several times. It definitely goes up and down. Good. Looking forward to that. Scream if you want to go faster. Indeed. <laughs> straight into the twilight zone. Right in there, right in there. <laughs> well, as always, folks, uh, we appreciate you listening. Um, <laughs> keep your eyes on the social media over the weekend, or not over the weekend, Friday more specifically, um, and throughout the week, and just in general, um, for all the latest updates on the Beer Fridge podcast and the boys' trip to the big swally. <clears throat> yes. back. Good artwork, by the way. Good poster as well. I like that. It has excellent posters. I've enjoyed all the artwork thus far. Good posters. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, make sure you sit, leave us a wee review, a wee five-star review if you can. Much appreciated. It does actually help. And you can show your official support by heading to the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. I'm Gavin, that's Scott, and that's Cal, and we'll see you on the other side next week. Cheerio. Bye. Cheerio. Rich